time for Brooklyn Dodger Baseball. Light up, my lucky, sleep all time. Be happy, go lucky, it's Dodger time. Settle back in your chair, there's baseball in the air right now. It's Dodger time. Thank you, Dorothy Collins, and hi, everybody. This is Ben Scully, along with Al Helfer and Jerry Doggett, here at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, where we're about to bring you the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Pittsburgh Pirates in their holiday doubleheader. Today's games, like all the Dodger games this year, will be brought to you by Lucky Strike, the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. It's made by the American Tobacco Company. Tobacco is our middle name. And the F&M Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn, brewers of Schaefer Beer, America's oldest lager beer. Friends, this broadcast is authorized under broadcasting rights granted by the Brooklyn National League Baseball Club Incorporated, solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Brooklyn National League Baseball Club Incorporated is prohibited. Well, on Memorial Day, we certainly hope things are just fine for you, wherever you may be. Get yourself a nice, cozy corner, light up a Lucky, and uh, just spend the afternoon with us. If you want to kick off your shoes, well, you go right to it. It's your day. And for you folks who might be listening and at the same time having to work today, well, we'll try and uh, lessen the burden and get your mind off some of the big problems and concentrate on what happens with the Dodgers and the Pirates. In the first game, it will be Sal Magley and Vernon Law. Magley is 1-1 one one with the league, 1-0 against Pittsburgh, and lifetime 23-5. Magley's last start on May the 10th, when he lost on a Friday night to Ruben Gomez at the Polo Grounds 2-1. He has pitched only once since that time, two innings in relief. In his only game against Pittsburgh this year, Magley was very good. He pitched a complete game 6-1 victory. And as we said, he has a 23-5 lifetime record against Pirates. For Sal Magley, this Memorial Day, he has many a memory, of course, in his long and illustrious career in baseball. And Magley can just look to exactly one year ago today. He made his first start for Brooklyn. That's four innings at Philadelphia with no decision. So Sal Magley warming up right now for Brooklyn. And for the Pirates, Vernon Law. Law is 2-1 and one against the league. If you remember, he started against Brooklyn back in April, pitched only one inning due to a pulled muscle, then had to give way to Bob Perky, and Perky went on to pitch a brilliant ball game. He needed some relief in the ninth inning, but Perky got the win. We'll see Bob Perky in the second game today. As far as Law is concerned against Brooklyn, in 1956, he made five unsuccessful starts against the Dodgers and lost three times. His last win against Brooklyn in July of 1955... And he defeated Brooklyn 4-1 to here at Pittsburgh. Law 2-1 with the league. No record with Brooklyn this year. And lifetime 5-7. and seven. This will be the 10th meeting between the two clubs. The Dodgers have taken 5 out of 9. However, here at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, the Pirates have done very well against Brooklyn. They have taken 3 of 5. So this will be the 10th and the 11th meetings between the two clubs on this Memorial Day, marking the halfway point in their own private duel during the year. 22 games played, and they will have gotten 11 down by the time the sun sets tonight. For the Brooklyn lineup, the Dodgers, having won yesterday one to nothing, now trail the league-leading Cincinnati Redlegs by a game and a half. For Brooklyn, Jim Gilliam leads off at second base. Gino Simoli in left field. 
And Duke Snyder batting third in center. Carl Perillo in the cleanup spot in right. Gil Hodges at first base. Roy Campen on our back of the plate. Pee Reese at shortstop batting seventh. Don Zimmer at third base. And the pitcher, Sal Magley. If you notice how quiet it is here at the ballpark, the entire crowd standing now as a prayer is being said on this Memorial Day. However, the ceremonies are so far away from our microphones that we cannot pick them up. So if you wish on this special day you have certain people that you'd like to remember in your prayers, or this might be a very good time for you to just take a minute out now and think about them and say what you wish in your mind. It has been done here at the ballpark, and the crowd now settles back and waits for the color guard, and we might very well have the national anthem at any moment. Until we do have the announcement, however, we'll continue now and give you the Pittsburgh Pirate lineup. For the Pirates, Bill Mazeroski opens up at second base. Dee Fondy batting second at first, and Bob Clemente will be in right field batting third. Frank Thomas, who kind of wore the horns after yesterday's ball game, Thomas playing first base yesterday, booted the ball and went right through his legs despite the fact he was down on his right knee, and that turned out to be the pivotal play for Simone got the base hit to drive it in. Brooklyn went on to win one to nothing. Well, Frank Thomas in the lineup in the cleanup spot will find himself in left field, at least for this first game. Gene Baker will be at shortstop. Gene Freeze at first. Bill Verdon batting seventh in center field. Hank Foyles, the catcher, and Vernon Law, the pitcher. Two and one with the league, no record with Brooklyn. Lifetime, five and seven. A note came out of yesterday's ballgame, which we'll pass along to you, and since we were talking about the play concerning Frank Thomas, let's go back to it. No score in the ballgame with... In the eighth inning, and with two out, Jim Gilliam had a bouncing ball to Frank Thomas at first. He went down on his right knee, tried to get his glove down to the ground. Somehow the ball squirted through and went on out into right field for a two-base error. Then, Gino Simoli had a big high bouncer over the mound and back of the bag at second. Bill Mazeroski went over and tried to make a stab at the ball, just missed it by an inch or two. It went out into center field, and the Dodgers won it one to nothing. When the ball game was over, Bobby Bragan held a meeting in the Pirate Clubhouse, locked the door, and here's what he said to the boys in substance. I don't mind a man making an error, especially Frank Thomas, whom I could tell right away had in his mind the one thing I'm not going to do is let the ball go through my legs. As we said, Thomas went down on his right knee and tried to block the ball. Nevertheless, it did get through. He said, but what I do mind is when a ball player does not think. And then he turned to second baseman Bill Mazeroski. And he said, you, Bill, with a situation like that, with a potential winning run at second base and two out, on a bouncing ball so close to you, had you thought earlier, you should not have just tried to strain and grab the ball. You should have at least dove at it and knocked it down. If you had knocked it down, which would have been an easier play for you, you might not have gotten the batter, but the run certainly could not have scored. And so, Bill Mazeroski, I find you $25. And that's what happened yesterday. A painful defeat for Ronnie Klein. He's now 0-7. A very pleasant and brilliant victory for Johnny Padres. The rifle fire in the background, a naval color guard right now, firing off into the sky on this Memorial Day. As we told you earlier, we're trying to turn our back to the pregame ceremonies. Just the opposite. We'd love to pick them up for you. However, our facilities here at Pittsburgh, which is a rather spacious ballpark, prohibits any clear pickup by our microphones. So we'll just continue and every now and then try and explain what's going on down at the field. As of this moment... The Naval Reserve Color Guard at home plate, along with six veterans, 
And we're waiting now for the announcement. The crowd is standing. There'll be a moment of silence here at Ford Field in Pittsburgh. Might be a good chance to say your prayer right now. And our national anthem.
going down to his first base coaching box, Jake Pittler, and over at third, Billy Herman. So we're just a minute away from the beginning of the Memorial Day doubleheader for Rodgers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lucky Strike, the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked, made by the American Tobacco Company, and remember, tobacco's our middle name. Well, Lucky Strike, blowing smoke rings to you from Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, saluting our honor hospital, the Veterans Hospital at Lyons, New Jersey. So, to all you folks at the other end, wherever you may be, have a great day today. Hope things go just right for you. And now, for Lucky Strike, and the play-by-play on a big day in baseball, here's Al Helper. Thank you very much, Ben. Hi, everybody. Big day it is. And Jim Gilliam steps up, batting at 2-5-6. Vernon Law, big tall Pittsburgh right-hander, is ready to go. Kicks off the first pitch, and it's swung on. There's a fly ball hit into left center field. Bill Burton has gone over. He's under it now. And takes it for the out. And so the Memorial Day doubleheader here at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh has begun. One away in the top half of the first inning, and Gino Simoli, who has hit out a 400 clip in the six games he has played in since his return to the Brooklyn lineup, is coming up to the plate. Gino Simoli, whose bat has really been ripping, hitting at 336. He has five home runs and 16 runs batted in. Needless to say, Frank Thomas in left field goes deep for Gino Simoli, and the left side of the infield plays deep. Gene Freeze just off third base, and the event Simoli might be trying to bunt his way on. Law pitches, the curve is in as the knees for a strike. The plate umpire here this afternoon for this first game of the doubleheader is Frank Sikori. Landis at first, Baker at second, and Frank Tascoli, the senior umpire. The group is down at third. Law delivers a change-up curve. It's outside, and Simoli's count is one ball and one strike. Throughout this big afternoon, right from the Lucky Strike scoreboard, we'll keep you advised as to starting pitchers and the progress of the other ball games, both in the National and in the American League. Law's ready again. Delivers. The curveball is in under the letters, right off the hand. One ball and two strikes to count on Simoli with one out, no base runners, top of the first, the first game of today's doubleheader. As Vinny told you, we have quite a day for it here in Pittsburgh. Temperature in the 80s, a lot of bright, brilliant sunshine. Curveball is swung on and popped back to the screen foul. Every now and then, however, a wandering gray cloud comes uh, across the sky and will obscure the sunlight for the moment, but I don't think we need to worry much about it. What little phrase we do have blowing in is blowing in from center field toward home plate. Law is ready now. One, two, the plate. Simoli leans back, takes a high curve inside off the chin. Two balls and two strikes on Gino Simoli. He'll be followed by Duke Snyder. And if anyone else is needed in the top half of the first inning, Carl Perillo, the lead-up man, will be up there. Law kicks, throws, Simoli swings and bounds it. In the hole at third and through into left field for a base hit. So Simoli continues to hit that ball. Gets the first base hit of the afternoon. Bounding single into left field. Coming up to the plate now with the sun beaming brilliantly is Duke Snyder. Duke batting at 267. Has eight home runs and 17 runs batted in. That's quite a nice crowd at Pittsburgh. It's not a capacity crowd. But there are quite a few people here. Simoli leads it out first. Soft curve is fired to Snyder, and he's way out ahead of it. Strike one. Got the oohs and the ahs from the crowd. Snyder waiting. Law checks up with Simoli at first base. Delivers a play, another soft curve, and Snyder hits this one down to third, frees up with it, goes back to Mazeroski, second for one, the throw to first, there's the double play. So we earmark our first thousand luckies for our VA hospital at Lyons, New Jersey. 
big double play. It erases everything here in the top half of the first inning. Around the Horn Affair, five to four to three. So that's it in the first inning. Nothing crossed for Brooklyn. No runs, one hit, no errors. Nobody left on. Score at the end of half an inning. The Dodgers nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates have nothing. Sure, light up a lucky right now as we go to the bottom of the first inning. Well, we had the same kind of a first inning today as yesterday. Both Gilliam, yesterday and today, slide out. Then Simoli followed with a single. And both yesterday and today, Duke Snyder hit into a double play. So the first inning the same. Now to the bottom of the first inning, Bill Mazeroski coming up against Sal Magley. It's been a long time between luckies for Sal. 20 days since his last start, so let's get right back down and find out how he does. Sal is all ready to go to Bill Mazeroski, who is hitting at 205. He has two home runs and four runs batted in. Mazeroski, right-hand hitter, stands just off the plate. Third ball to him, swung on and dribbled down the third baseline. Zimmer charges, picks up, throws to first, and Mazeroski is out. Oh, Mazeroski, one ball hitting. Gives Sal Magley his first out in the ball game. One away for the Pirates. Last half of the first, the batter is DeFondi. DeFondi still suffering. With a bad right hand, although Baines is well enough now to be back in regular lineup. It's the outside part of his right hand that's been giving him trouble. Magley curves him and gets it over for a strike. Steve Bondi, tall left-hand hitter, batting at 336. Has hit one home run, has 11 runs batted in. Magley works to him again. There's that soft curve. Hits down and through the hole between first and second into right field. Bondi is on. So, like uh, yesterday's ball game, again, Pittsburgh Pirates uh, get a man on with one out. Roberto Clemente coming up. Yesterday afternoon, the Pirates had Mazeroski ground out in the first inning. Then Freeze got a punch single. Then Clemente hit into a double play. Magley stretches. Delivers a plate. Clemente swings. Hits a long drive. Deep to left field. It curves foul and goes into the bleachers. Long, loud strike for Bob Clemente. Batting at 286. Three home runs and 19 runs batted in. Bondi stepping off at first base. One out, no score. Magley checks up at first and delivers a plate. Curveball in there for a strike. Clemente started to go and then checked up and took it. Nothing in two is the count on the Pittsburgh right fielder. Following Clemente will be Frank Thomas if he's needed. Sal Magley scowling down from the mound. Gets a sign from Campanella. Close to the stretch. Set. Delivers the side armor. And trying to get away from it, Clemente. Steps that ball right back to the mound. Magley's got it. Fires to first base. That's it for Clemente. And Fondi moves down to second base. Actually, Bob Clemente was trying to get away from a high inside curveball. Twisted all the way around. Well, that's the second half for Pittsburgh here in the last half of the first inning. And about an hour will be Frank Thomas. Batting at 321. Four home runs and 19 runs batted in. Stefani, who is a great deal faster than one was believed for watching him run, leads off at second base. 
Frank Thomas, the right-hand hitter, holds that bet way down to the knot, stands off the plate mid batter's box. Bagley comes in with a crossfire, and that's low and outside. One ball and no strike. Lucky strike, very happy to be sending it to you. From Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, hope you have plenty of uh, luckies on hand for this big holiday and for over the weekend. Curveball, Thomas Atrich, it's a high pop foul off the third base side. There goes Zimmer over to the roll of canvas. The bet ball fades into the crowd out of play. One ball and one strike. You're out driving this afternoon, listening to the ball game at the same time. I hope that your uh, glove compartment contains a carton of lucky strike. Number one and number two, that you'll take it real easy. Obey all the traffic rules. Come home safely. Sidearm curveball under the letters good. That's strike two. One ball, two strikes on Frank Thomas. Two down, one on. Defondi at second base. There is no score. We're in the last half of the first inning. The Pirates at bat and Thomas up there. Magley taking time. Hides that ball behind his right knee as he leans forward to take his time. Checks back over the right shoulder, looking at Fondy at second, then delivers a plate. Curveball swung on, loops out over first base. If that's fair trouble, it's just foul. A looping fly ball, foul by a couple of feet out back of first base, where no one could get to it. So Fondy all the way around third, digging for the plate. Has to retrace his steps. Move back second. Thomas uh, in lunging on that one, uh, broke his back. He's back to the Pittsburgh bat rack to get another one. Bobby Bregan running his ball club from the coach's box at third. Bats his hands together and wants Frank to get a hold of one. Danny Murtaugh yelling words of encouragement down from his first base coach's box. Now Thomas with a new war club standing in. The count on him is one ball and two strikes. Two down. Bondy is second. Bagley ready. Delivers the plate. Sidearm pitch. That's low and outside. Two balls and two strikes. Plenty of baseball this afternoon, all over the major leagues. Bagley blows on the fingers of his pitching hand, sort of a nervous gesture. Now he's ready. 2-2 pitch, side armor. The curve is just high. Ball three. Three balls and two strikes. Frank Sicori working the plate here as the umpire in chief in the first game. Looking right over the left shoulder of Roy Campanella. Can't be checking the sunlight. Direction off the sun. Now gets down to pump the sign. Magley, with a look back at Fondy, who's taking a short lead at second. Now he stretches set. The 3 2 pitch. In there and swung on. There's a high pop up in foul ground off to the left of the plate. Roy Campanella's sort of toe dancing around under it, and he's got it. Well, that's all in the last half of the first inning. Thomas, one of the big siege guns, fouls up and out to Roy Campanella. For the Pirates, no runs. They had one base hit. They left a runner, and there were no Brooklyn errors. The score at the end of one inning of play. It's the Dodgers nothing, the Pirates nothing. The big thing all of us have been waiting for is help from Duke Schneider's bat. Duke has never been a good spring hitter. I can think of only one season in which Duke got off to a good start in the spring. However, in the last couple of games, the big guy has come alive. In Philadelphia on Monday night, hit one of the longest home runs of his career. Now, on Tuesday night in Pittsburgh, Duke got three hits. Yesterday, Duke didn't get any hits, but he did hit the ball well that went for out. Luckily for us, we have been going pretty good without the Duke's hitting. Thanks to Carl Perillo and Gil Hodges. 
Now with Snyder hitting again, I think we're about ready to make our move. Well spoken, Captain Reese. Say, friends, have a suggestion for you before we focus back on the ball game. Friends, light up a Lucky and enjoy the genuine pleasure of a genuine cigarette. You'll say a Lucky's the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. No score on the ball game at the end of one inning. Carl Furlow is coming up to start inning number two against Vernon Law. So let's get right back to Al. Carl Furlow is still holding down the cleanup spot for the Brooklyn Dodgers, hitting in the number four slot. He's batting at 329, has five home runs and 33 runs batted in. At least for the moment, Carl has lost the leadership in the RBI department of the major leagues, but you can rest assured that Carl will be back there battling for it. Vernon Law delivers to him, and Carl Zacher hits the bounding ball to second base. Mazowski charges up with a throws to first base in time, and Perillo is out. So Carl up there, first ball hitting, comes the first out in the second inning. The Dodgers send up Gil Hodges now, big right-hand hitting first baseman, who has held them safely now in 12 consecutive ball games. Gil's batting average still hanging around the 340 mark. He's hitting at 338, has five home runs and 20 runs batted in. Hank Foyle's down to put the side to right-hander Vernon Law. Hodges gets his spikes ground in. Law comes in with an overhand curveball, and that's the sweeper that's outside and low for ball one. in and over under the letters. Count is one ball and one strike. We have verification on uh, just one ball game. That's in the American League. The Yankees at Washington. Ball game has already started. The Yankees failed to score in the top of the first. Al Seacott for the Yankees and it's Pasquale for Washington. Thank you, Alan. Pitch is swung on by Gil Hodges and hammered down into the ground foul. He's a second strike. One ball and two strikes. comes in now that uh, Washington did not score in the last half of the first inning, so that first game between the Yankees and Washington, 0-0. Al Seacott, Camilio Pasquale, opposing pitches. Al Hodges, after having stepped away from the plate to get himself squared away, moves back in. One out for the Dodgers, top of the second, there's no score. Just getting underway nicely here in the first game of today's doubleheader, Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Lucky strike, very happy to be puffing it to you. From Steel City, overhand fastball, ripped down to the right side. Mazeroski along the rim of the grass, reaches down, picks up, throws to first. That's got Hodges. Two down as Mazeroski has been a busy guy here in the top of the second inning. Play down, Roy Campanella. Campy batting at 242, has six home runs and 21 runs batted in. Right hand hitter, spent a little bit at the knees. Waits for Vernon Law, the tall right hander, to cut the first pitch loose. Pumps one time, kicks and throws, an overhand curve, and Campy striding in takes it high for ball one. back to him, and Campanella takes that sweeping curveball, and it's at the knees on the outside corner for strike one. One ball and one strike, two down, no base runners, top of the second, the Dodgers at that can't be up there, there is no score. 
Rob pitches him a fastball, and Campanella peels it foul off to the right of the plate. That'll go to the crowd out of play. One ball, two strikes. Cappy stand right in batter's box, waving at Shillelagh back and forth. Law throws fastball, fires it right through for call strike three. So that winds it up for Brooklyn here in the top of the second inning. Campanella called out on strikes. That'll be the first strikeout for Law in his 12th this year. Oh, nothing across for Brooklyn in the second inning. So at the end of an inning and a half, it is the Dodgers nothing, the Pittsburgh Pirates nothing. But you've got something, Ben. What is it? Well, we have the correct time. Here in Pittsburgh, 1.25. Or, as we say in New York, 25 minutes after 1. And that means it's light-up time. Time to enjoy the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Lucky Strike. Yes, sir, every time you light up a Lucky, you can expect just that. Better taste. And the reasons? Well, they're easy. A Lucky's all cigarette, all fine tobacco. Naturally mild tobacco that's good-tasting to begin with. And then it's toasted to taste even better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. No doubt about it. That's why you'll say a Lucky's the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Get a station break in right now. We'll pause for station identification. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network. Dial 1460 WOKO for the Brooklyn Dodger games. And write to WOKO for the complete Dodger schedule of games at home and away. Yours free for the asking. Be sure to give your name and address right. Baseball WOKO, Albany, New York. 126 WOKO time. All right, station break has been disposed of, so we can continue now. Last of the second inning. No score in the ball game. It's Al Magley and Vernon Law. Gene Baker coming up, and here's Al. Baker sitting number five in the Pittsburgh order this afternoon at shortstop. Batting at 268. He has two home runs and 16 runs batted in. He's a choke hitter, bats from a very severe crotch, keeps his feet wide spread apart, and has his chin right down over the rubber of home plate. Magri's fastball is cracked through there, and Baker takes it for a strike. Presents a very small strike zone area. Boy, he leans over. Magri ready to go. Delivers a soft curve. It's hit right down on one hop. Past third base, and it's foul. Baker, not believing the call by Dascoli down at uh, third base. Charging right down to first, made his turn. Charging into second. Despite the fact that uh, first base umpire Landis tried to stop him. Finally, uh, Baker, Bill Baker, second base umpire. The halt to his forward charge down a second. Well, Baker comes all the way back. Scott, there's no balls and two strikes. Now the crowd's settling back. They thought uh, Baker had drilled one. He's just outside third. Could have been foul more than a foot or so. Magley's ready. Comes down 0 2 with a curveball that drives Baker back. One ball and two strikes. Becker will be followed by Freeze, who is on deck right now. Curveball, hit down on two hops to reach. He's up with it, throws to first, and Becker is out. One away for the Pirates in the last half, the second inning. The batter now will be Gene Freeze. 
batting number six in the pirate order. Percentage stands at 235. He has one home run and seven runs batted in. He's a right-hand hitter, plants his right foot first, and then gets the rest of his body set in just about a straightaway stance. Works up on the handle of the wood a couple of inches. Magri's curve finds its way in off the fifth. Good on the inside corner for strike one. Don Zimmer, expecting Freeze, may try to punt, as he did yesterday. Playing up shallow at third. Magri sets. Rides pitch. Freeze after. It's a high fly ball to left field. Gino Simoli gliding around under it out there and hauls it down. All right, number two. Second inning. Strikes are still empty, and Bill Burton, who has been dropped down to hit in the number seven slot. Moving on. Left hand hitting center fielder. Burton batting at 204. He's really having a time of it. Last year, batting percentage rose quite high. This year, he's been tr- having trouble getting a base hit. Maggie comes into him with a soft curve, and Burton promptly hits it on a couple of hops to second. Gilliam charges, picks up, snaps his throw to first. Burton is out, and so are the Pirates. All very quickly, Buckos go. Nothing across, score at the end of two. It's the Dodgers nothing, the Pittsburgh Pirates have nothing. Vinny? Well, friends, here it is Memorial Day, and of course that means in less than a month there will be thousands of youngsters heading into their summer vacation. Many of them will be going to summer camps. How about that youngster of yours, Mom and Dad? Does he like a camp where sports are highlighted? Mm, Where expert coaching in the sport of his choice helps him get his letter next year? Does he like to swim or fish, golf, play basketball, tennis, baseball, football, or maybe even run track events? Well, if you enjoyed sports and you want them to be part of a well-disciplined, well-planned, competitive program, well, friends, honestly, you just couldn't find a better camp than Dodger Town at Vero Beach, Florida, where the full facilities of the Dodgers' wonderful training base with all the extra relaxations are put at his command. Drop a line to the Dodgers, 215 Montague Street in Brooklyn, and ask them all about Dodger Town. You know, there are only a few spots left on the enrollment ledgers, so be sure you send your letter right away. Dodgertown, Camp for Boys, Vero Beach, FLA. I wouldn't mind kind of walking along that Vero Beach sand right now, just looking out at the ocean, watching those big white cats break. Let that wet sand sort of ooze through your toes. And then watching the sunset later on. Uh-huh. I'll yeah. go quietly. Come on, let's go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping up to the plate now, in the top half of third inning, Pee Wee Reese is the last third of the Brooklyn batting order. Vernon Law comes in with the first pitch to Reese. It's slammed down the shortstop on two big hops. Gene Baker's got it. Fires the first base. Bondi, and that's all for Reese. One up, one down. This ball game, especially with a doubleheader here this afternoon, seems to be sort of following the script of yesterday's ball game, which was so finely pitched between Klein and Padres. Don Zimmer coming up for his first whack at it this afternoon. With one out, nobody on in the third inning. Each side has just one base hit. Neither team has been able to score. Actually, there hasn't been a runner to third. Curveball is good. Zimmer for strike one. Pirates in the first inning had deformed him, moved down to second base. That's as far as anybody's been able to get. Soft curve swung on by Zimmer and missed. He chased a low one. That's strike two. No balls and two strikes. Well, 
drives fastball, and Zimmer promptly hits it through the hole. Between first and second in the right field for a single. That's second hit for the Dodgers. Now with Zimmer at first base and one out, the batter is Sal Magley. We're waiting for Sal to come out of the Dodger dugout. Magley, as a batsman this year, has had just one base hit and eight tries. He's had uh, no runs batted in. Batting at 125. He has quite a kick out of Magley. He doesn't swing it. Well, that bat, he sort of chopped or tomahawked to the pitch. Asked him about that one time. He said, just saw it falls behind the infield. He said, I'm in pretty good shape. He bunts this pitch, however, and DeFondi makes a sliding stop. As he comes in, picks up and throws back to his second base from Mazeroski, covering the sacrifice works. Zimmer goes down to second base. Bondi has to strag himself and slide along the grass to stop up. Second out in the top third. Zimmer second now, and we go to the top of the batting order to pick up Jim Gilliam. Jim flies the center in the first inning to uh, Burden. So he's 0 for 1. Batting at 254, looking for his 41st base hit of the year. Rod checks up with the runner at second, delivers, and Gilliam takes a lot of fastball, low and outside for ball one. Gilliam waving at Wood around as a left-hand hitter against this right-hand pitcher. Delivers. There's a pitch low to Gilliam. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Don Zimmer, who runs the bases pretty well, is on his second in pretty good scoring position. They're two down. The Dodgers have batting the top of the third of the scoreless ball game. Vernon Law going against Sal Magley. Law kicks the pitch loose. Gilliam after it. Let's another high fly ball. This one to left center field. Frank Thomas coming over. He's under it and he takes it. Well, that's all for Gilliam and the Dodgers and the threat in the third inning. The runs, one hit. The Dodgers leave their first man. And the score at the end of two and one half innings of play. Remains the Dodgers nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates have nothing. Speaking to us, Vince Cullen. Well, friends, when does a batter call a pitcher an iron Mike? Well, it's when the pitcher is having an off day. When he's easier to hit than iron Mike, the pitching machine. But you know, after the ball game, both pitcher and batter have the same name for genuine smoking enjoyment. For a genuine cigarette. And that, of course, is Lucky Strike. Why Lucky's? Well, here's why. You see, a Lucky is all cigarettes. All fine tobacco. Mild, naturally, good-tasting tobacco that's toasted to taste... Even better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Have you tried a Lucky lately? Well, friends, if you haven't, you try one right now, and then you'll say, like all of us say, it's the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Just breezing along here in Pittsburgh. No score at the end of two and a half innings of play. Sal Magley and Vernon Law. Second game, it'll be Sandy Koufax and Bob Perky. Now to the bottom of the third, here's Al. The number eight hitter in the Pittsburgh order, catcher Hank Foyles, will be coming up to the plate, batting at 266. He has three home runs for the year and has ten runs batted in. Following Foyles, we'll have the pitcher, Vernon Law, and then we'll skip off to the top of the Pirate batting order to pick up Bill Mazeroski. Sal Magley ready to go to work here in this 80-degree temperature, and it's a dandy day here at Corpse Field in Pittsburgh. Wherever you are, just as pretty and just as pleasant. Sidearm curve to Boyles. The right-hand hitter is outside for ball one. Mm-hmm. 
takes his time. Over his head he goes. Delivers another curveball. This one's hit on two hops down to short. Reese waits for it to come to him. Then fires over to first in plenty of time and foils it up. One away in the last half of the third inning. The batter now will be Vernon Law. As a batsman, Law is hitting at 400. He has four for 10. He has no home runs. He has two runs batted in. He flipped that ball pretty well for you. All slender right-hander. As he steps up to the plate, he looks down to third base to see what Bobby Bragan might have in mind. Magley already has his sign ready to go to work as Zimmer crawls in from third. The pitch is under the knees to Vernon Law for ball one. Following today's doubleheader with Pittsburgh Pirates. The sidearm curve, and that's over to knees for strike one. Following this doubleheader, the Brooklyn Dodgers will climb on a rattler tonight and be headed for Philadelphia for tomorrow night's game on Ronnie Mack Stadium. Sidearm pitch, at the knees, good for strike two. Count on law is one ball and two strikes. Then on Saturday night, the Dodgers play the Phillies again. That game will be TV'd right back to uh, New York over Channel 9. Sidearm pitch, swung on. There's a slow bounding ball down toward third. Hurrying is on. Zimmer picked up, throws underhand, and it's just in time. Draws out. Checking out here in the last half of third inning. The bases are empty, and Bill Mazeroski comes up to the plate. Sunday afternoon, ball game between Philadelphia and Brooklyn, and on uh, Monday night, there will be another TV right back to New York. Channel 9, one of the 25 road games being sent back by our two fine co-sponsors. Sidearm pitch to Mazeroski is a little high and a little outside the ball one. The time of the ball games in Philadelphia, ones to be televised, will be 7.55. That'll be on Saturday night and Monday night. Magley's sidearm pitch drives Mazeroski back from the plate. Bill's count is ball two. taking plenty of time between pitches. Something about this veteran, he really knows how to pace himself. Mazeroski waits. Sidearm pitch is outside, ball three. Magley hasn't walked anybody, but he's in danger of passing Bill Mazeroski here in the third inning with two down and the bases empty. Scoreless ball game as Magley fires, low ball four. Double leadoff man walks. That's first base on balls given up by Magley. That'll be the tenth one he's put in the books this year. Coming up to the plate now will be Dee Fondy, who has the only hit given up by Magley. In the first inning with one out, Fondy hit a ball through the hole between first and second and into right field for a single. Add up to his batting percentage to 341. Left-hand hitter, feet wide, spread apart. Stands about midway in batter's box all the way around. Magley checks his runner, Mazeroski, delivers the plate, Fondy takes, the pitch is outside for ball one. Mazeroski playing it right close to the vest at first base. Hodges holds the inside corner on him. Magley gets his sign and glares over at first. Now Mazeroski takes his lead. Magley to his set position. Delivers. Fondy swings and bounces it foul down to the right of the plate. One ball and one strike on first baseman D. Fondy. 
Had a long talk with Dee just before the ball game started, sitting down on the Pirates bench. He likes it here in Pittsburgh. Gives Pittsburgh his vote over Chicago. Big fella pumps that bat around. Likeable guy, this Fondy. Pitch to him. Swung on. There's a line drive in the right field. It's in for a base hit. Lazarowski moves down to second and holds on as Ferrillo's throw comes into Gilliam. So Fondy is two for two. And with two down, the Pirates now have runners at first and second. And the batter is Bob Clemente. So the partisan Pittsburgh crowd here for Field. Jumping up and uh, figuring that maybe uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates have something stewing. Bob Clemente coming up for his second at bat of the afternoon. In the first inning, tried to get away from a high inside curveball. And the ball hit the bat and tapped it back to the left of the mound. And Sal Magley threw him out. Bob's hitting at 284. Swing the right-hand sticker. Mazeroski leads off at second base. Fondy first. Pitch. Clemente swings. Hits it tight back at second base. Kill him up with it. Throws to Reese on the short hop, and they've got Fondy. So that retires the side. Clemente forcing out. Fondy at second base. From Gilliam to Reese. Over the Pirates. A threat, and that's it. No runs, one hit. Coupled with a walk. Two men were left on, and there were no errors. The score at the end of three innings of play. The first game of the doubleheader at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. The Dodgers nothing, the Pirates nothing. Gino Simone has the only base hit given up so far by... Correction, he has one of the two base hits given up by Vernon Law. Zimmer has the other. Gino Simone leading it off. He got the first base hit of the ball game. Gino batting at 342. Takes a high curveball off the shoulder for ball one. Simone, Snyder, and Ferrillo in that order in the top half of the fourth inning. For this ball game, and quite a pitching duel so far between Vern Law on the mound now for Pittsburgh and Sal Magley. Curveball hit just inside third base. It's headed for the left field corner. Gino Simoli's digging past first. He's on his way to second with those long strides. Thomas up. His throw comes into third. Simoli has doubled. That ball was hit just fair inside third base. Law's given up his third base hit. Simoli has two of them. Duke Snyder coming along. Nobody out. Top of the fourth. Simoli leading off with a double. Rip past third and down into the left field corner. Duke Snyder hit into a double play in the first inning. He's 0 for 1. Batting at 2-6-5. Law delivers to him. A soft curve. And it punched right up the middle in the center field for a base hit. Simoli comes to third. Herman says, keep on going, boy. And Simoli comes in to score the first one. Well, Snyder... Singles to center field to drive in the first run of the ball game. Gino Simoli coming across. That will be hit number four, run number one off law, and the Dodgers now lead it one to nothing. The batter is Carl Ferrillo. For Snyder, there at first base, he has his 18th run batted in this year. One to nothing, Brooklyn, top of the fourth inning. Carl Ferrillo. Is 0 for 1. He started the second inning, rolling out to the right side. Batting at 3.27. Leans back from a fastball and takes it off the chest for ball one. Lucky strike sending to the action. Fourth field. And when it comes right up time for you, let's hope you're enjoying 
Halaki. Fast ball, hit down to the right side. Mazeroski's got it. Flips over to Baker for one. He returns throw to first, a double play. That's the second double play the Pittsburgh Pirates have come up with. That'll boost their total now to 36. And that'll send a thousand luckies to our VA hospital at Lyons, New Jersey. Four to six to three on the double play if you're keeping score with us. Other two down in the fourth inning. The bases are now empty. Coming up to the plate is Gil Hodges. One to nothing in favor of Brooklyn. Simone let off for the double. Snyder singled him in. The first pitch is swung on. There's a high power ball hit off to the left side of the plate. That'll fade to the crowd and go out of play. Strike one on Gill. Hodges was thrown out in his first at bat by second baseman Bill Mazeroski. He has a 12-game uh, hitting streak on the line this afternoon, batting at 336. He sets and pitches. High and outside. One ball and one strike. In rides the next pitch. A fastball. Middle outside, a little low. I just started to go and changed his mind. Two balls and one strike. O'Brien, an infielder, is down in the Pittsburgh bullpen throwing. Maybe that he'll... Uh, Come into the ball game for Pittsburgh. Somebody from the bench apparently is uh, giving Frank Sikori a plate umpire, a little jockeying. Pulls his mask off and turns around, just looks into the Pittsburgh dugout. Now we're ready to count as two balls, one strike on Gil Hodges. Two down, the base is empty. One to nothing, Brooklyn. Vernon Law bends that right soup bone. Curve, it's swung on. Missed for strike two. Two balls and two strikes. Swings on the pitch and sends a high bounder to second base. Mazeroski charges, grabs, flips the first. Hodges is out, and that requires a side. Oh, in the fourth inning, produces one run for the Brooklyn Dodgers on a double and a single hit back-to-back. Samoli leading it off, then Snyder getting him in. There were no errors. Nobody left on thanks to the double play. Score at the end of three and a half innings. First game, it is the Dodgers one. The Pittsburgh Pirates have nothing. Fourth inning, one nothing Brooklyn. Frank Thomas coming up, right back to Al. Thomas has been up once today. He retired to side in the first inning, fouling out to Roy Campanella. Big right hand hitter. Magley with one run to go on. Delivers and Thomas swings on it, gets a hold of it. There's a long jolt going deep to the scoreboard in left field. That ball is well hit. drives in his 20th run, and he really pulled like Stutman. High up over the clock. The scoreboard in straightaway left field. That one all the way out on the shin the oval. Right out into the park. Well, that's the second hit in the first run. Off Mackley. It's all tied up at one apiece. Here's Baker up there, backing off from a curveball that flips in and over for a strike. Baker over one. at one apiece. 
Overhand curve is outside low. Baker's count, one and one. And to the great leveler, the home run. The great equalizer. Magnet comes down again. Baker starts to chase a little curve and then decides to take it. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. Baker hitting at 266. Scowling down from the mound. Looks at this choke hitter. Delivers him a curve. That's low. Baker again started to go. Changed up in time. His count is three balls and one strike. So Frank Thomas home run. Here marks another thousand luckies for our VA hospital at line. Magley's sidearm curve. Reached ball and foul tip. That's strike two. Three balls, two strikes. Brooklyn bullpen. Right-hander Eddie Roebuck up and throwing. Magley delivers 3-2. Pitch is swung on and hit down to reach. On two hot. The captain's got it. Whistles the throw to first base. Baker is out. One away in the last half of the fourth inning of a tied-up ball game. Gene Freeze coming up for his second at-bat. And the second he flies the left field to Gino Simoli. Freeze batting at 232. Yes, you just hooked up with it. The Brooklyn Dodgers had uh, things break their way in the top half of the fourth when Simoli doubled past third in the left field corner and Snyder singled to get him home. As they pitch to Freeze, high inside, ball one. And Perillo hit into a double play and Hodges rolled out to the right side. Going into the last half of the fourth inning, the Dodgers had a one-run ball. Frank Thomas proceeded to lift one high and deep over the left field wall, scoreboard and clock to tie it up. Inside curveball off the knees, and the count of two balls and no strikes now to Gene Free. Free's waiting patiently. Magley ready to work to him. The 2 nothing delivery. Soft curve in there for the strike. The base is empty. Last half of the fourth inning. The Pittsburgh Pirates at bat. Here in the first game of the doubleheader at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Magley, a sidearm fastball. Swung on. Hit back foul. What a catch made by a young lady sitting right down to the right of the screen. Two balls, two strikes. Count on Gene Freeze. Bill Burton hanging around to hit next. Magley ready. Veteran pumps just one time. Delivers an overhand curve that swung on a miss for strike three. That's Magley's first strikeout. Two down for the Pirates. Last half of the fourth inning, and the batter will be Bill Burton. His bounding ball to Gilliam in the second inning closed up things for Pittsburgh and frame, so he's up there now. Batting at uh, 202. Left hand hitter. Magley works down to this young fellow. 
Burton leans and doesn't offer, and the pitch is in there anyway. No balls and one strike. Philadelphia and New York. Nothing, nothing. End of the first inning of their first game. Pitch picks the corner. Knee high on the outside. That's strike two. No balls, two strikes. Lucky strike. Very happy to be sending it to you from Pittsburgh. Wilker swung on a miss. Strike three. That's the second strikeout. Sal Magley, it closes up shop for Pittsburgh in the fourth inning, but not before they pick up a run to tie up the ball game on Thomas' home run. That was a hit in the inning. So no errors and nobody was left on. So the score, at the end of four full innings of play, it's the Dodgers one, the Pittsburgh Pirates have one. Fine Schaefer Day. We'll move into the top half of the fifth inning with Campanella coming up. Stepping up for the FM Schaefer Brewing Company for the play by play of Vin Scully. Thank you, Al. Hi, everybody. Campanella checks his swing and a curveball bites off the outside corner for a strike. Owen Wonderoy, who struck out in the second inning, batting 240. A 1-1 tie in the fifth inning. Law back with a slow curve that's cut on a high foul, spinning back towards the net. Misses the net and goes back into the crowd, and a young fella in a striped sports shirt makes a one hand catch. Going through the count. Campanella, Reese, and Zimmer. The way Brooklyn comes up here in the fifth inning of a 1-1 tie in the first game of two. Law comes right back 0-2. Can be belted to left center field. Going over is Frank Thomas, and Bill Verdon is going to bounce over into the ivy up against the light tower. Verdon bobbles the ball momentarily. Campanella goes to second and then holds there. Dean Baker runs the relay back towards the infield. So Campanella rips one to deepest left center. Well over 400 feet away as it bounced against the ivy and then right into the corner where the light stanchion is. Tell you how far away it is, they usually put the batting cage out there figuring it will not be in the way. And that ball was only about 20 feet to the left of the cage. Campanello, long double to left center. Hit number five off Vernon Law. Nobody out and the batter, Pee Wee Reese. Pee Wee hitting 195, bounced out short to first in the third inning. He's 0 for 1. The outfield on Reese about straight away. Clemente is up a step or two and right. Law checks second and delivers, and Reese has to shy away from a pitch high and inside for one. Giants leading the Phillies at the end of two innings, one to nothing. Andre Rogers hits a home run. He's probably playing third base. That was Bill Rigney's idea. Move out to Virgil to left field. 1-0 pitch to Reese is sliced foul way down the right field line, bangs off the upper deck facade and nestles down below. Washington, with their three-game winning streak, and I imagine they should be proud of it. Gee, things have been going pretty miserable for Cookie Lavagetto and crew. Well, they won three straight, and they lead the Yankees 2-0 at the end of three innings. Baltimore leads the Red Sox 2-0 at the end of one inning. No report of the other two games out west, Cleveland, Chicago, Kansas City, and Detroit. The 1-1 pitch to Reese, the slow curve outside and low. Ball two, two and one. Because of the time difference, nothing to report to you about the Cubs in Milwaukee and Cincinnati and St. Louis. We'll duck them in all day for you. Two and one to Reese. Campanella at second base. Nobody out in the fifth inning of a 1-1 tie. Law comes to the plate and Reese takes low. Ball three, three and one.
Huey, just waiting at the plate. Law going to make him wait. Campanella, hands on his hips, inching away off second base. Law ready. Now the 3-1 pitch to Reese. Cut on a hot one to the hole and through for a base hit. Campanella goes to third. Clemente guns his throw and he'll hold him at third. A one-bouncer to the plate by Bob Clemente. So Billy Herman wisely holding Campanella at third. So Reese a single to right. Campanella goes to third and holds there. Reese, in going down the line, might have pulled a muscle in his leg, and he's giving way to Charlie Neal at first base. And Reese, showing disgust with the breaks of the game, kind of reaches down and picks up some grass, and with his head down, tops off the field. So Peewee pulled a muscle. He's not limping too much, but you know it's there. And he seems to be on the disgusted side as he comes back to the dugout. So Charlie Neal takes over, running for Peewee Reese. Well, Reese is out, hurting his leg. If we get any further report, he did not limp coming off, but apparently he pulled something. He felt something give. All right, run is at first and third. Nobody out. Don Zimmer, the batter, who promptly swings and runs her back foul. 0-1. So Peewee having a very bad spring. Started late before he could get into the lineup due to injuries, and now here at Forbes Field. Apparently pulled a muscle in his leg and gives way to Charlie Neal. The strike one pitch to Zimmer. He half waves at an outside pitch, but just does check his swing. One ball, one strike. They could move that infield around a bit. We'll wait and see how they do it. There are a couple of possibilities with Reese out. One and one to Zimmer. For pitch now, Don swings and fouls that one away. One and two. It could be that Neil would play second base, Gilliam would play third, and Zimmer play short. Neil last year, remember, played a little bit of shortstop, so he could just take over for Reese. We'll wait and see. Nobody out runners at first and third in the fifth inning of a 1-1 tie. Neil inching off the bag at first, Campanella from third. The pitch to Zimmer in the dirt and blocked nicely by Hank Foyle. Two and two. We owe a station break, so after Zimmer has had his at-bat, we'll duck it in. Hope you've ducked in plenty of Schaefer beer in the refrigerator to keep it nice and cold. 2-2 pitch to Don Zimmer. Cut on a fly ball into fairly shallow right center. Clemente going over. Campanella tags. Clemente with the ball. Here comes Campanella. Here comes the throw to the plate. He flies. He's safe. The ball is backed up of the plate by Vernon Law. And down to second goes Charlie Neal. Hank Foyles tried to block the plate, and Campanella ripped right under him. The ball squirted away, and alert fielding by Vernon Law prevented Neal from taking an extra base. So Zimmer, a fly ball into right center to Bob Clemente for the out. Campanella tags up and brings in the run, and Neal advances to second base. So gives Zimmer an RBI. The run comes over. And it is 2-1 Brooklyn. No error on the play. Let's get that station break in. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network. And your Brooklyn Dodgers station for the Capital District. WOKO, first in Albany, 1460 on your dial. Out in Indianapolis, at the end of 80 laps, 200 miles down the drain of the 500-mile race, Sam Hanks is leading out there for the 500-mile race crowned day. Now back to baseball. Magley sacrificed in the third inning. 
swings at a pitch and doesn't get it. 0-1. Magley batting 125. He has one hit. So a double, a single, and a scoring fly ball. And Brooklyn breaks the tie and takes the lead 2-1. to one. Fifth inning, one out. Law checks his signs with Hank Foyles. Now it comes to the plate and a sharp curve. Cut on and missed. 0-2. That Jim Gilliam. Law has everything his way now to Magley. No balls and two strikes. Vernon ready and delivers. Sal takes outside. Ball one. One and two. Lovely day today here in Pittsburgh. Warm but comfortable. Nice crowd on hand watching the beginning of a big doubleheader. Foyle settles low back of the plate. The one and two pitch to Magley. A curveball outside. Two and two. Brooklyn, two runs on six hits. The Pirates, one run on four hits. One run on three hits, excuse me. The two two pitch now to Magley. Cut on is a fly ball to right field. Clemente was shallow as to go back and leap in the air and grab it. And Charlie Neal holds on at second base. Magley hit the ball well and lines out to Bob Clemente in right field. Two down, Charlie Neal holding at second base and the batter, Jim Gilliam. Jim started off the spring roaring, got up as high as in the 400 category, started to skid down to the 240s, then out west picked up. He had seven hits and 14 at-bats, got his average back up to about 280, and he's starting to skid down again. He's batting 252. Oh, Junior really rides the elevator, especially early in the year. May is not a particularly good month for Gilliam. However, if he follows his pattern, he'll start to really get his base hits again in June. Junior takes a strike on one. Gilliam with ten runs batted in. Has fly to center, fly to left. Over two. Comes set, a peek at Charlie Neal, the pitch to Gilliam, a little high. One ball, one strike. Meeting number ten between these two. The Dodgers haven't taken five out of nine, but the Pirates have taken three out of five here at Forbes Field. The one-one pitch to Gilliam, cut on, hit off the thumbs and foul down the left field line upstairs. One and two. Junior didn't get around on a fastball, and the count one ball, two strikes. Law and Sal Magley in this first game. Sandy Colfax and Bob Perky tabbed to do the work in the second. One and two pitch to Gilliam. High ball two. Two and two. We'll leave Pittsburgh tonight at about 11 o'clock or thereabouts. Spend the night on the train going to Philadelphia. Play Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, and Monday night. 2-2 pitch to Gilliam. Jim swings and hooks her foul way down the right field line. That goes in the upper deck. Holding count, 2-2. Two and two. Two and two. 
Newman just moving that bat back and forth. Law comes set, looks to Charlie Neal at second, and delivers just inside. Ball three. Frank Foyles, a mild dispute with plate umpire Frank Sicori. Full count now to Jim Gilliam. Charlie Neal running for Pee Wee Reese, who hurt his leg. Charlie down at second base. Two out. Brooklyn two, Pirates one in the fifth inning. Foyles wigwagging signs out now. Law gives him a reading. Picks off the one that he wants. 3-2 pitch to Jim Gilliam. Cut on is a high fly ball into shallow left. It's an easy play for Frank Thomas. Just standing there waiting and takes it. In the fifth inning for Brooklyn, they put together a double, a single, and a scoring fly ball. One run, two hits. Leave one man. There were no pirate errors until the score at the end of four and a half innings of play. Brooklyn two, Pittsburgh one. Now for the last half of the fifth inning, and the infield changes for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Neal will go to third base, and Don Zimmer will move over to the shortstop, taking uh, on where uh, Reese leaves off. So that's it for the last half of the fifth inning. Foyles comes to the plate now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Dodgers lead it two to one. Let's get right back to inning. Well, catcher Hank Foyles batting 263, bounced out short the first in the third inning. He's over one. Magley ready, hooks him, and if it just cut on a high foul to the left of the plate, that'll go back into the crowd. On one. Foyles has three home runs, ten runs batted in. The crowd gets a few giggles out of the race for that foul ball. Memorial Day 1957 here at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Strike one pitch to Hank Foyles. Cut on. Slice now. Foul in the upper deck or first base. On two. In the three innings, and the only other ball game we can report on in the National League, Giants won, Phillies nothing, on Andre Rogers' home run. The only games in the American League starting, Washington leading the Yankees 2-0 at the end of three, Baltimore 2, Red Sox nothing at the end of two. Curveball low and outside to Hank Foyles, one ball, two strikes. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning, Brooklyn 2 and the Pirates 1. The Dodgers two runs on six hits, and the Pirates one run on three hits. The big hit, Thomas's home run in the fourth inning. One and two pitch, Foyle swings and nubs are fouled to the left of the plate. Count holes one and two. Memorial Day, a day of memories. I bet you can probably think on a lighter side, baseball-wise, a lot of things that happened on Memorial Days in the past. Also that... 500-mile saucer at Indianapolis will get our workout today. The one and two pitch now. Magley slides it in there, and it's whacked right on by Charlie Neal and down the left field line. Gino Simoli chasing it into the corner. Hank Foyles on his way with a stand-up double. Oh, Hank Foyles ripped one by Charlie Neal. Just inside third and down the line. The Dodgers leading 2-1 to one in the lead in jeopardy. Foyles at second base with nobody out, and Vernon Law the batter. The Dodger bullpen swings into action. Eddie Roebuck up right away. Vernon Law is a pretty good hitting pitcher. His average shows 364. He has two runs batted in. When Law first joined the Pirates a few years ago, and the Dodgers, of course, always have a habit prior to a ball game, like every other club, of watching the opposing team take batting practice. 
And the day that Vernon Law first pitched against Brooklyn, when he hit with the regulars, the boys on the bench were really impressed with him. He's a rangy fellow, then slightly at the knees, but he's no automatic out up there, not by a long shot. Neal comes inside the bag at third as Magley comes to the plate. The pitch is mounted up towards first. Campanella's going to let the ball roll and pick it up belatedly, throws to first just in time. Roy started to go after the ball, and then it started to spin away. And for a moment, you could just about read Camino's mind. Maybe it's a too good a punt. Maybe I ought to let it roll foul. Then the ball hugged the chalk mine, and Campanella figured, uh-oh, better make the play. And he just did. So the sacrifice works. Two to four. From Roy Campanella to Jim Gilliam. Hank Foyles advancing to third. One out, the tying run at third base, and the batter, Bill Mazeroski, who has bounced out and walked. Mazeroski batting 202, and the Dodgers now crowd home plate. The infield moves in. Messrs. Hodges, Gilliam, Zimmer, and Neal. Magley looks over at third at Hank Foyles, now works to Mazeroski, a curve that stays high and inside, ball one. Young second baseman has hit two home runs, and he has four runs batted in. trying to rub a couple of wrinkles into that baseball now while he turns and looks over at third. 2-1 Brooklyn, bottom of the fifth, one out, foils at third. The 1-0 pitch to Mazeroski, low and inside, ball two, 2-0. Two Mazeroski waiting, 2-0 the count. Magley takes his full wind-up. The 2-0 pitch to Mazeroski. Cut on a hot one to Neal, who holds his runner, throws over to first for the out, and then Hodges comes right back towards the infield to make sure Foyles remain. So Mazeroski bounced out third to first. Two down, Foyles holding at third base, and the batter, D. Fondy, who is two for two. Fondy both times singling to right. D batting 347. He hurt Newcomb and Brooklyn the other night. When as a pinch hitter, he blooped the single to center to drive in a big run that tied it up. The Pirates eventually won it in 11 innings, 3-2. to two. Rangy left-hand batter, Magley ready to come to him, and the curve is cut on and missed for a strike. 0-1. I think if you poll the Dodgers, they would say about as fast a man in the league going from home plate to first base is this D. Fundy. Time called momentarily. Frank Sikori, the plate umpire, points out to the left field corner... Joe Becker going over to retrieve a baseball that got loose from the Brooklyn bullpen. Two out, Hank Foyles at third. Bottom of the fifth inning, 2-1 Brooklyn. Fondy waiting with the count 0-1. Magley ready and comes to him. Curve, foul to the plate. 0-2. Magley taking time now. It's a big spot. Sal winds and the strike two pitch to Fondy. Outside, ball one. One and two. The infield, of course, was two out back in the normal depth. The outfield, and in particular Duke Snyder, very deep. Snyder's way out there.
Magley winds a one and two pitch to D, taken outside again, ball two. So, deuces wild here in the fifth inning. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Brooklyn leads 2-1. Hank Foyles holding it third. Two-two pitch to D. Fondy. Cut on, fouled away. Count holes two and two. Magley just kind of wandering around out there at the mound. Looks to his outfield, now turns around. Looks over third, now ready. The 2-2 pitch to DeFondi. Cut on is a high fly ball to left. Gino Simoli is right there. It's an easy play. Wax his glove and takes the ball for the out. So the Pirates are turned away empty-handed in the fifth inning. No runs, one hit. They leave a man at third base. And the score at the end of five innings of play. Brooklyn two and the Pirates one. All right, right back to action. Let's get back to this. Before we get to the action, we have some good news for all you boat lovers. Whether you own a rowboat or a yacht, the F&M Shaper Brewing Company is sponsoring a new radio program entitled This Week in Boating. It's just the kind of show you boatmen have been waiting for. Summary of news, weather forecasts, tips and feature stories of the boating world. This Week in Boating, a 15-minute radio show beginning this Friday night at 11.15 and will be a regular Friday night feature. All you boat lovers, remember, This Week in Boating at 11.15. Check your local newspaper for the station and anchors away. All right, sixth inning. 2-1 Brooklyn, and Simoli takes a strike. Gino has a single and a double, batting 3.48. Gino, prior to today in his sixth game since returning to the lineup, hit at a 400 clip. Swings now and is a high fly ball to center. Verdon charging it, still coming on. She drops in for a base hit. So, as the ball players say, Gino's living right. Gets his third hit. A looping single to center. And it's hit number seven off Vernon Law. Brooklyn leading two to one. So, Simoli with a single, a double, and now a bloop single to center. That brings up Duke Snyder, who is hit into a double play and single to center to drive in a run. Duke batting 271. Law comes set, checks Simoli and delivers, and Snyder takes way high. Ball one. First of two games, second game, it will be Sandy Colfax and Bob Perky. Law throws over to first. Simone did not have a big lead. Gets right back. One ball, no strikes. The count to Snyder. Law again throws over there, and Gino's back. takes a look at a balloon that's way high ball two two and all to Snyder sixth inning Brooklyn two Pirates one Vernon Law comes set looks to Simoli delivers Snyder way out in front of that change up boy he almost came out of his uniform two balls one strike Giants won. Phillies nothing at the end of three. Only other game underway in the National League. 
lucky in what we have in the American League. Washington, two Yankees, nothing at the end of four. Baltimore, two Red Sox, nothing at the end of three. The 2-1 pitch to Snyder. Another pitch is belted high and deep to right field. That one's going to go over and out. A home run for Snyder. Over the right field screen and back into the crowd. So the Duke has listed one. His ninth home run. He now has 20 runs batted in. And the Dodgers lead 4-1. So Law, after changing up and making Snyder look so badly, came back with another changeup. And the Duke was waiting. It's 300 feet down the right field line here at Forbes Field, but then they have not only the wall, but a high screen atop it. Snyder's drive cleared everything and went right down an exit gate. So the Duke's second hit, three RBIs for him in this ballgame. Brooklyn four, Pirates one in the sixth inning, and the batter, Carl Perillo, was bounced out and hit into a double play, batting 325. Law delivers, and Carl takes a strike on one. Well, Mr. Magley will have a little bit of breathing room now. 4-1, Brooklyn. Law right back again, 0-1, and the breaking ball is low. One ball, one strike. The F&M Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn, brewers of America's oldest lager beer, wishing you the very best on this Memorial Day, wherever you may be. Hope you're doing just what you want to do. one one is cut on and fouled away, 1-2. I think on holidays, especially a day like today or July 4th or Labor Day, crowd going in the background, a park policeman chasing the foul. I think with so many people off, we ought to tip our hats especially to the policemen and state police and Port of Authority men that do such a great job untangling those traffic jams, huh? One and two pitches way high, ball two, turn two. Well, I mean, those fellas who are stuck in the Lincoln Tunnel, the Battery Tunnel, the Holland Tunnel on the George Washington Bridge... They do a great job. Really need them on a day like today. 2-2 pitch now to Frillo. Cut on. is a high fly ball to left center. It's pretty deep and in the middle. Over goes Burden on the run. Crisscrossing is Thomas, and it's Burden for the catch. So Frillo, a long out to left center. One down. Matter Gil Hodges, who twice, since the Pirates are pitching outside to him, tried to go to right, and twice he's bounced out to Mazeroski. Gil batting 333, and one of the big reasons why he's been hitting so well is his almost newfound ability to consistently hit that outside pitch. Law ready and delivers. Hodges takes a half swing and checks to pitch up high. Ball one. One and oh. Gill so many times would get in trouble up there at the plate by taking the outside pitch on the corner, but now he's going after it and doing very well. 1-0 pitch. Gill runs up and bunts and hits it sharply foul outside of third. 1-1. One one. Oh, Hodges coming back to hit again. One out here in the sixth inning. Two runs are over for Brooklyn, thanks to Snyder's home run, his ninth. And the Dodgers lead 4-1. to one. Hodges just waiting at the plate. On deck, Roy Campanella. Pitch to Hodges now. Full swing on a curveball. He doesn't get it. One and two. 
Hartman, four runs on eight hits. No errors. The Pirates, one run on four hits. No errors. Dodgers have had a home run hit by Snyder, and Frank Thomas hit one for Pittsburgh. One and two pitch to Hodges. Curve cut on and hit slowly wide a third. Over into the hole comes Baker. His hurried throw is not in time. So Hodges legs one out for a base hit into the hole at short. That is hit number nine on Vernon Law. One out of the batter, Roy Campanello, who has struck out and doubled. Campy batting 247. comes to Campanello who swings late and hits it in the up deck boxes on top of the roof. 0-1. Brooklyn 4, Pirates 1. Two runs over here in the sixth inning. One out, Hodges at first, and the count to Campanella, no balls, one strike. Gideon comes to the plate, and Campy takes too low. A puff of dirt signals it was in the dirt. One and one. Campy has six home runs. 21 runs batted in. A sign of the summer. A little ladybug come flying in the booth. One and one. Pitch to Campy now. Down low. Ball two. Two and one. One strike. Law comes set, takes a peek at Hodges, now delivers, and Campanella takes low and outside. Ball three. Oh, Vernon Law in trouble. Trailing four to one to Brooklyn. Hodges at first with one out, and he has fallen behind to Campanella. Three and one. There goes Hodges, the hot one down to Maserati, who's over to cover the bag. Feeds to Baker, a high throw to first, is still out as Defondi makes the tag on Campanella. Oh, they get the double play. Mazeroski was breaking the cover as Hodges was going on the pitch, and the ball was hit right at Mazeroski. He fed to Baker, and Baker's high throw to Fondi was still all right as he made the swipe tag. Four to six to three. So the Pirates now have come up with three double plays thus far in six innings. For Brooklyn, two runs. Three hits. The big blow Snyder's home run with Somalia Boyd. Nobody left on. At the end of five and a half innings of play, Brooklyn four and Pittsburgh one. Out of the last half, inning number six. The Brooklyn Dodgers are leading it four to one. Clemente coming up for the Pirates. They already been? All set, Al. Before the play gets back in, though, before it interfere with it, seeing that ladybug. Remember when you were a kid, if you, let's see now, you weren't supposed to step on an ant because it would make it rain, remember? That's right. We had another one in the city that if you stepped on the cracks in the sidewalk, you'd break the devil's dishes. <laughs> Never heard it quite that way. Yeah, that was a New York thing for kids. Okay, bottom of the sixth, here's Clemente. Magley's curve is cut on Little Looper right near the bag at second. Gilliam is there to take it and quickly one out. Summer's coming in. Just thinking about that, thinking about Dodge Town Camp for Boys, too. And all the fun that youngsters have down there. You can drop us a line at 215 Montague Street. Well, what a spot for youngsters. Frank Thomas, the batter, has fouled out and hit a home run. As Al pointed out, he really jolted it over the scoreboard and over the clock. Frank takes a slow curve in for the strike on one. 
Frank has five home runs, 20 runs batted in, and an average of 324. One out, bottom of the sixth. 4-1 Brooklyn. Magley comes back, and a curve is grounded wide a third. A nice stab by Charlie Neal, who makes his play. Charlie not only had to cover ground going to his left, but the ball did not come up for him. And at the last second, he really had a short hopper digging it out of the dirt. Two down. You've just joined us, and you say, Charlie Neal at third? Well, that's right. Don Zimmer's at short. For Pee Wee Reese, who started the ball game, got a base hit in the fifth inning and pulled a muscle in his leg and had to give way. Two out. Here's Gene Baker. Twice he is grounded out. Swings is a high fly ball into left field. It's high but not too deep. Simoli's there, shading his eyes, and takes it for the out. So a rather easy inning for Sal Magley. Sets him down one, two, three. And at the end of six innings of play, Brooklyn four and the Pirates one. All right, Al, we're waiting now for catcher Hank Foyles to get his gear on and come on up. While we have a chance, let's force the station identification. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network. Dial 1460 WOKO for the Brooklyn Dodger games. And write to WOKO for the complete Dodger schedule of games, both at home and away. It's yours free for the asking. Be sure to give your name and address. Write baseball. WOKO, Albany, New York. All right, seventh inning. Charlie Neal, the batter. Vernon Law spins the pitch and gets it high for one. Neal coming up for his first at-bat now. He's batting 273. He has a home run and four runs batted in. Law right back again. Charlie checks and the pitch is down low. Ball two, two and oh. Charlie Neal followed by Don Zimmer and pitcher Sal Magley. We're in the seventh inning. Brooklyn four, Pirates one. Vernon Law winds in the 2-0 pitch. Neal swings and fouls her back. Two and one. Law checking signs. Neal just waiting. Vernon winds in the 2-1 pitch to Charlie Neal. Cut on and fouled away. Two and two. One in the fifth and two in the sixth. The pirate run came in a home run by Frank Thomas in the fourth inning. 2-2 pitch to Charlie Neal. Cut on, a bouncer slowly to second. Mazeroski up with it, throws to first in time. And Neal is retired, four to three. One up, one away. Second game, we'll see Sandy Colfax and Bob Perky. And a scoring fly ball to right. One for one. That's to get down and away from a high inside fastball. Ball one. Zim batting 237. Four home runs, 11 runs batted in. Law back to him 1 0. Zimmer swings and misses. One and one. Don using a bit lighter bat now. He had a new set made. Bats now weigh around 32, 33 ounces. 1-1 pitch. Slow curve. Cut on. is a high fly ball into left center. It's an easy play for Verdon. Right there, waiting and takes it. Two up, two away. And we're waiting now for Sal Magley to make his way. Sal puts on his helmet. Out he comes. He sacrificed in the third inning and hit the ball well and lined out to Bob Clemente in right field in the fifth. Gets a round of applause as he comes up. 
Bagley, batting 111. One for nine. and comes to Magley, and the pitch is cut on and missed, strike one. When the Pirates bat in the bottom of the seventh inning, they'll have Gene Freeze, Bill Burton, and Hank Foyles. Law right back again. Magley swings and pops it up. Third baseman Gene Freeze calling, waiting, takes it. So, quiet seventh inning for Brooklyn. One, two, three. Score now, the end of six and a half innings to play in this first game of two today. Brooklyn four and the Pirates one. And they are standing here at Forbes Field for the Bucks when they come up to bat. But right now, let's all sit quietly and listen to Al. Oh, that Dixieland jive again, Mr. Sculling? Oh, those hot licks. Yes, sir. Take me down to Basin Street and cool me off. Well, I've heard it take me out of the ball game a lot of ways, but I've never heard of Dixieland. It's... Wake you up. <laughs> it'll do something to you. I don't know what, but it'll do it. Well, we find out about the last of the seven now. Gene pleased about it. Tries to punt in the air. It drops foul untouched. 0-1. Gene fly to left and struck out, batting 229. Well, the Washington Senators, with their three-game winning streak, and they're leading 4 to nothing at the end of five innings, got a tough break. Pitcher Al Seacott of the Yankees hit one back and hit pitcher Camilio Pasquale. Pasquale had to leave the ballgame. Relieved by Bud Byerly in the sixth inning. Strike one pitch to Gene Freeze. Cut on and missed 0-2. And, and the thought of a pitcher being hit by a batted ball reminds us of the pictures in the newspapers of Herb Score being out of the hospital. Certainly wish him well. Boy, he must be quite a fella, huh? On two pitch to Gene Freeze, cut on and lined down the left field line. It's starting to hook and go foul. On two, the count to Gene Freeze. They don't expect Herb Score to be in uniform for quite a while as yet. Be another week, uh, ten days before they'll even try uniform, and they don't expect him to pitch for about a month. But at least the big fella's out and around. Brooklyn four, Pirates one, bottom of the seventh inning. Gene Freeze, Bill Verdon, Hank Foyles. Magley ready in the 0-2 pitch. Freeze swings and a bouncing ball stab backhanded by Magley who throws him out. A nice play by Sal going sharply to his right. So Freeze retired one to three. Bill Verdon, the center fielder for Pittsburgh, has bounced out and struck out. Bill's average is really shrinking now. He's down to 201. Bill, a fine hitter, had a great year last year, much, I guess, to the embarrassment of the St. Louis Cardinals, having trouble getting squared around. He has one home run, 12 RBIs. Magley bends at the knees, gets his sign. Now Sal ready and comes to the plate. And the change is just low, ball one. Magley giving you the impression he's just pushing it up there. One and oh. Now back again, 1-0. And the pitch is grounded right at Gilliam. Jim up with it easily after going on his right knee and throws him out. So Burton goes down, 4-3. to three. Two up, two away. Catcher Hank Foyles bounced out and doubled sharply to left. Got around as far as third in the fifth inning, and that's where he saved. 
Brooklyn leading four to one in the seventh inning, two out. Foils batting two seventy one. Catcher swings and fouls the first pitch back. Strike one. The F&M Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn sending you all the proceedings on a big day from Pittsburgh, Memorial Day. Second game, Sandy Colfax and Bob Perkey. Hope you're just comfortable right now if you don't have to move around too much. Strike one pitch to Foyles in there, 0-2. And, and if you're planning to have some Cole Schaefer to keep you company, and we certainly hope you are, hope you have that half-court can where you don't have to keep jumping up and down for a refill. Strike two pitch, Foyles cuts on it, and there's a high fly ball into shallow right. Brillo coming over, still over to his left, some more now, and takes it for the out. About 20 feet fair inside the right field foul line. So Mr. Sal Magley is starting to get the range now. He's retired nine men in a row since Foyles doubled to open up the fifth. And at the end of seven, Brooklyn four and Pittsburgh one. It's to the top half of the eighth inning. And the first Brooklyn Dodger up will be Jim Gilliam. Score standing the Dodgers four and the Pittsburgh Pirates one in this first game of a doubleheader from Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Vin's already, so let's pick up the action. Jim Gilliam, the lead it off, is all for three. Fly balls to center and twice to left. Junior batting 251. Law's fastball below his knees, ball one. This for Big Vernon will probably be his last inning of work. He's due up first when the Pirates come to bat in the bottom of the eighth. Law ready and the 1-0 pitch. Junior takes inside, ball two, 2-0. Two Gene Freeze playing on the grass inside third. Brooklyn four, Pirates one. We're in the eighth inning. Vernon Law winds and the 2-0 pitch to Gilliam taken for the strike, 2-1. Brooklyn up to this moment, four runs on nine hits and no errors. The Pirates one run on four hits, no errors. Law back again. Gilliam swings and fouls it away. Two and two. Control has been very good on both sides today. Vernon Law has not walked a man. Sal Magley walked one. The beauty yesterday, Johnny Padres and Ronnie Klein. Brooklyn won that one nothing. Law flicking his glove at foil signs. Now he's ready. 2-2 pitch. Cut on is a hot one on a bounce right to Mazeroski. Stays with it. Makes his play. So Gilliam hits the ball sharply, but right at the second baseman. One out in the eighth. Dino Simoli with three hits today. Three for three. Two singles and a double. And the pleasant young man from the San Francisco Bay Area now has a 353 batting average. Gino with that overly close stance, just waiting. Law ready and delivers, and Simoli shies away. The pitch is inside, ball one. Simoli waiting. Now the 1-0 pitch to Gino. Cut on as a hot one, grabbed nicely by Gene Freeze. His throw to first is in time. Oh, I guess the scales always balance out. Simoli got a base hit on a little looping fly ball to center in the sixth inning. This time he ripped one, but right at third baseman Freeze, and he goes out. Two down in the eighth inning, and the batter, Duke Snyder. Snyder hit into a double play in the first inning, single to center to drive in Simoli in the fourth, and hit a home run to deep right field with Simoli aboard in the sixth. Snyder batting 276. 
Law delivers. Diana to swings a high drive way out into right center field. That's it a mile. Clemente to the wall and grabs it. And that's over 400 feet away. Boy, that's a long out. Mr. Duke Snyder, who is of a specially happy frame of mind the last few days with his lovely wife Beverly making this little trip with him, goes two for three and jolts one to deepest right center that Bob Clemente hauls down right at the base of the wall. So Brooklyn goes out one, two, three in the eighth, and at the end of seven and a half, Brooklyn four, Pittsburgh one. Sitting over here visualizing. Boy, I got an imagination. Woo! Well, Paul Smith coming up now, batting for Vernon Law, tries to bunt and fouls the first pitch away on one. Paul Smith, S-M-I-T-H, still the outfielder, left-hand batter. Hitting for Vernon Law, bottom of the eighth, Brooklyn four, Pirates one. Smitty batting 279. Magley ready, right back to him with a curve and misses high, one and one. So it will be Paul Smith and Bill Mazeroski and D. Fundy. Magley getting a sign from Roy Campanella. Sal straightens up, comes to the plate 1-1. One, one. The curve cut on and missed. 1-2. and two. Smith stumbled in the hitter's box. Spikes caught, so plate umpire Frank Sicori polishing off home plate. Magley winds and the 1-2 pitch to Paul Smith outside. 2-2. Two and two. The 1-1 tie at the end of six innings, the Phillies and the Giants. No score at the end of one inning, the Cubs in Milwaukee. The Cardinals are leading Cincinnati, one to nothing at the end of an inning and a half. The American League, Washington leading the Yankees, 4-0 at the end of five. Magley ready and delivers. Smith swings, a hot one to the hole. Over there is Zimmer. He's up with it. His long throw in time. And Paul Smith is retired, 6-3. Detroit leading Kansas City, one to nothing at the end of one inning. And Baltimore... Making things rough for the Red Sox. Baltimore 5 and Boston 1 at the end of 4. No report yet. Cleveland and the White Sox. Further report at the end of two innings. The Cardinals 2, Cincinnati nothing. Dodgers trailing Cincinnati by a game and a half. Batter Mazeroski. Bill takes a pitch down low. Ball 1. Mazeroski batting 200. Pricey is bounced out and walked. Magley comes back 1-0. Mazeroski takes low again. Ball 2. 2-0. Big day of baseball. Everybody in the majors playing double headers, so we'll be keeping a close check on all the scores throughout the afternoon. 2-0 pitch to Mazeroski. That's high. Ball 3. 3-0. Walter Austin sitting in front of the Dodger dugout on the top step right next to the bat rack. Watching Magley's every move. The three and zero pitch to Mazeroski down the pipe. Three and one. Pitch to the plate in there. Full count. Three and two to Bill Mazeroski on deck. D. Fondy. One out, bases empty, bottom of the eighth inning. Brooklyn four, Pittsburgh one. Sal Magley ready in the 3-2 pitch. Curve cut on is a high fly ball to deep left. Savoli going back, away back to the ivy wall, turns and grabs it. Right at the wall. 
And I'll tell you, Simoli had an idea all the way. He just kept looking at the wall with his back to home plate, then turned at the very fringe of the black dirt track that goes around the ballpark, caught it right against the wall. Long out. Magley gave you the impression that time that he's just not going to walk Mazeroski. He came right in with it, let the little second baseman hit it just about as far as he could. Two out, here's D. Fundy, batting 344. D is two for three. Magley's change-up is outside, ball one. Fondy twice single to right and fly to left. On deck, Bob Clemente. The 1-0 pitch to Fondy at the knees for a strike, one and one. Bends at the waist to get his sign. Now the 1-1 pitch to DeFondi. Cut on is a hot one up the middle. That's a clean base hit. That is the first hit for Pittsburgh. And Tank Foyles doubled in the fifth inning. Magley in that time had retired 11 men in a row. And now Fondi singles to center with two out. And here's Bob Clemente. Clemente, quite a favorite here at Pittsburgh. He's kind of on the spectacular side. On any fly ball, he kind of runs around out there like a kid chasing a bee. He got a big kick out of him. With the bat, he's hitting 280. Hit back to the box, hit into a force play, and popped up. Bondi at first, two out. Magley set, comes to the plate, and Clemente takes the strike. Going one. The Dodger bullpen, Clem Levine, begins to loosen up. Brooklyn four, Pirates one, bottom of the eighth. Magley comes set. Now the strike one pitch. Clemente swings right through it. 0 and 2. Clemente turns and says something to Frank Sicori. Now gets back in. Magley in no hurry. He's waited a long time for this start. He's making the most of it. The 0-2 pitch to Clemente, outside, ball one. One and two. Magley's last start, 20 days ago on May the 10th, you remember a Friday night against the Giants, he pitched four innings, lost to Ruben Gomez, two to one. Sal turns on the rubber, takes a peek at first, and comes set. The one and two pitch, breaking ball just outside. Clemente, upper mind to swing, check. Two and two. Big Frank Thomas on deck. Gilliam has overshifted way over to his right, so there's a big gap on the right side of the infield. delivers. Clemente takes outside. Ball three. That one backhanded by Campanella. So Magley now after retiring 11 men in a row with two out in the eighth inning, Fondi singles. He has now gone to a full count on Bob Clemente. Clemente gets on. Magley has to face Frank Thomas who hit a home run in the fourth inning. Magley set. 3-2 pitcher goes Fondi and it's foul back. Four runs on nine hits. 
For Pirates, one run on five hits. So then he walks out of the batter's box, wants a towel to dry off his hands. It's a pleasant day here in Pittsburgh. Blue skies and white clouds. The breeze has picked up a bit, blowing from right center, slanting across the left field foul line. Clemente might very well have gotten something in his eye. Now the on-deck hitter, Frank Thomas, takes a towel and kind of looks at the orb. O-R-B means I. Yep. <laughs> all right, Bob's all right. Here he comes. Full count to Bob Clemente. Defondi holding on at first, two out on the eighth. Brooklyn four, Pittsburgh one. Staring in, Campanella wigwags the sign out to him. Sal's ready. Fondy will be going. There he goes. The 3 2 is cut on. It's a line drive, slicing to right field. That's going to be high and off the screen. Fondy is heading for third. Grillo throws into second. Fondy comes to the plate and scores on a double by Clemente. a line drive halfway up the screen in right field. That chased in Fondy. Clemente sliding into second with his double, and it is now Brooklyn four, the Pirates two. Still two out in the eighth inning, and the batter, Frank Thomas. So Magley has now given up two runs, six hits. And he has the two-out blues here in the eighth. Smith had bounced out, Mazeroski had flied out, and Fondy singled, and Clemente doubled him in. And here's Thomas. Thomas fouled out, hit one over the scoreboard and the clock in the fourth inning for his fifth home run. Last time up, bounced out third to first. So the Pirate folks here in the stands waking up and a little hand clapping in the background. Magley comes set now, delivers to Thomas who swings a hot one into the hole through for a base hit. Clemente is around third, will score, and Savoli throws into second and it's getting tougher. Gives up a single to Fondi, a double to Clemente, a single to Thomas, and it is 4-3, Brooklyn. Walter Austin going out to the mound as Gene Baker will be the batter. Levine continues to throw in the bullpen, and it could be that Magley will be taken out right now. Sal just breezing along, and kaboom, the Pirates start to whack away at him. Austin looks to the bullpen, looks again, and says, now I want Levine. So while Levine comes in to relieve Magley... Dodgers leading 4-3. to Throws an owl. Tells us about all the other ball games on our Schaefer scoreboard. All right, Ben. The Philadelphia Giants, their first game of the doubleheader at the end of seven innings, all tied at one apiece. Simmons for Philadelphia and for the Giants, it is Ruben Gomez. Boucher and Rogers have each hit home runs in that first game. Cincinnati and St. Louis at the end of two and one half innings of play. St. Louis two. And Cincinnati has one. Joe Nuxall. Pitching for the Cincinnati Reds. Willard Schmidt going for St. Louis. Thurman had a home run in the third with the bases empty for Cincinnati. Chicago and Milwaukee at the end of an inning and a half. There's no score. It's Drutt going for Chicago and thrown for Milwaukee. Round of applause here as Sal Magley comes off the hill. 
Now over in the American League, the Yankees in Washington at the end of six innings of their uh, first game of the doubleheader. Washington has a total of five runs. The Yankees nothing. Al Seacott started for the Yankees. Terry came on in the sixth inning. That's Ralph Terry. And Washington Pasquale started, was out of there, hit by a batted ball, and Byerly relieved in the sixth. Lemon a home run in the fifth with one on for Washington. His sixth of the year. Cleveland and Chicago at the end of an inning and a half. It is nothing and nothing. For Cleveland Daily, for Chicago, it is Donovan. Baltimore and Boston at the end of four and one half innings of play. It is five to one. Baltimore over Boston. Art Ceccarelli for Baltimore. Stone started for Boston. Porterfield in the fifth. Kell a home run in the first with nobody on. His fourth of the year for Baltimore. Kansas City, Detroit. Their first game of a twin bill. At the end of one inning, Detroit leads. Kansas City one to nothing. Thanks to Harvey Keene's home run in the first with nobody aboard. That's his second of the year. Tommy Morgan going for Kansas City. For Detroit, it's Duke Mark. Well, that's everything right up to the minute. We have some changes here. Let's get back to Ben. Ray Mejias, who's a speed merchant down at first base, running for Frank Thomas. Ranger left-hand batter Bob Skinner is coming up to hit for Gene Baker as Clem Levine takes over for Magley with two outs. And time called for a moment as Frillo is receiving a ball in right field that got away in the Pirate bullpen, where both O'Brien and also Face are loosening up. Buddy Pritchard now loosens up. He's a young shortstop. He'll be taking over for Baker. 4-3 Brooklyn. Two out in the eighth inning. Mejias at first. Levine in relief of Magley. Bob Skinner batting 3-14. He has one home run, five runs batted in. So what was a pleasant seven and two-third innings for Magley finally exploded and he had to come out. Levine comes set, looks to first and delivers, and the curve is outside, ball one. Levine has three wins and no defeats against the league. He has saved five. He is asked to save a sixth. This is his 18th appearance this year. Clem Levine, back of him, Don Besant in the bullpen. Levine set on the 1-0 pitch. Skinner takes a curve down low, ball two, 2-0. Two a very quiet beginning of the eighth inning. Smith batted for Law and bounced out, and Mazeroski flied out. Then Fondy singled to center. Clemente doubled off the screen and right to chase in Fondy. And Thomas singled to left to chase in Clemente. So it's Brooklyn four, Pirates three, still two out. Levine turns and throws to first to keep Mejias near the bag. Levine comes set. The 2-0 pitch to Bob Skinner. Curve over for the strike. 2-1. So the elusive final out in the eighth inning has been tough to come by. Considering that Magley had not pitched in 20 days, he did surprisingly well today. Ran out of gas with two out in the eighth. Levine set. Clem delivers 2-1 to Skinner. A sinker cut on and missed. 2-2. Two and two. Deuce is wild with two out, and so are the Pirates. They've scored two in the eighth. Brooklyn four, Pittsburgh three in the first of two. Sandy Colfax and Bob Perky in the second game. The line comes set. The 2-2 pitch. Curveball low, ball three. After Skinner comes third baseman Gene Freeze. Elroy Face blowing in the Pirate bullpen. As we said, Besson in the Dodger pen. Levine squeezing that ball, trying to age it. Bob Skinner batting for Gene Baker. Three and two, two out. Throw to first. Mejia's ready to go. Has to get back to the bag. 
Chicago have a cold caper and stay right with us. This one's still in the air. Levine set. Mejias goes. The three-tour is cut on and grounded foul. Right by first base coach Danny Murtaugh. seven and two-third innings, gave up seven hits. He walked just one man and struck out two. Mejias at first base is Magley's responsibility. Levine set, takes a peek. Mejias goes, a three-tour cut on, fouled away again, so the tension mounts. over at first. Hodge is not holding with a left-hand batter up and with the count three and two. He's directly back of the bag and ready to jump back to a normal depth. Big Skinner waiting. Three and two the count. Levine comes set. The three and two pitch. Mejias goes. It's cut on. It's a high fly ball to right field. Brillo going back to the wall. Turns and grabs it. That had him standing here at Forbes Field. As Bob Skinner flies deep to right and Trillo hauls it in near the wall. In the eighth inning for Pittsburgh, two runs. All with two out on three consecutive hits. A single, a double, and a single. One man left on. So at the end of eight innings of play, the score, Brooklyn four, the Pirates three. Change for the Pittsburgh Pirates as we go to the top of the ninth inning. Trillo will be the first batter. Taking up the changes, they don't give them all to Well, Paul Smith, who batted for Vernon Law, is now in left field. Ray Mejia started to go out. He got past the infield, and they called him back. So Paul Smith remains in the ninth spot in the lineup and in left field. Walter Austin going out to check with Frank Sicori to see how Bobby Bregan going to play his men. Smith, of course, having hit for the pitcher, must remain in ninth spot. Buddy Pritchard has taken over at short, and the pitcher is Elroy Face. Now, what Austin wants to find out is whether Pritchard will hit after face or before him. And he has found out. It has not been announced over the public address system. We'll take our little guess and say that Pritchard will hit in the shortstop spot and that face would hit ahead of him. Maybe we can find out now. Here's the announcement. Yes, there it is, and we guessed correctly. First time this year. Face will be in the cleanup spot, then Pritchard fifth and Smith ninth. Gil Hodges and Roy Campanelli in the ninth inning. Brooklyn four and the Pirates three. Elroy Face delivers and Brillo takes a strike. On one. Carl batting 322. So if you're keeping score, your lineup should read this way. Mazeroski, Fondi, Clemente, Face, Pritchard, Freeze, Verdon, Foyles, and Smith. The strike one pitch to Frillo is cut on and fouled away. 0 and 2. When the Pirates bat in the bottom of the ninth inning... They're due to send up Freeze, Verdon, and Foils. So Vernon Law pitched eight innings. Gave up four runs. Nine hits. Did not walk a man. Struck out one. Pace's replacement comes back 0-2, and the pitch is cut on as a high fly ball to deep left field. Starting to go foul. Paul Smith over in the corner, leans up against the wall, and grabs it for the out. 
Paul Smith going beyond the Dodger bullpen, right into the corner, up against the base of the bleacher wall to grab it. So Furlow fouls out to the left fielder, one out. Gil Hodges twice bounced out and singled to short. Gil batting 338. Winds and delivers to Gill, who takes a strike. Going one. The Dodgers saw a face the other night in that 11 inning ball game when the Pittsburgh Pirates defeated Brooklyn 3 2. Face was the winner. He is 2 and 3 with the lead. Elroy back going one. The pitch cut on and missed. Going two. And Big Hodges going all the way around. Brooklyn 4. Pirates 3. Ninth inning in the first of two. Face winds, a strike two pitch. Hodges takes, low and outside, ball one. Don Besson continues to fire away in the bullpen in the event that Lapine might stagger, pitching to the Pirates in the bottom of the ninth. Face delivers one and two. Hodges checks his swing and the curve is low, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Face getting a sign now from Hank Foyles. 2-2 pitch to Hodges. Cut on and miss. Strike three. So, face strikes out of man. The Dodgers have gotten on the quiet side as far as their bats are concerned. Last nine men have gone out in order since Hodges singled in the sixth. Campanella hit into a double play and then 1-2-3. So, with two out in the ninth inning, Brooklyn leading 4-3, to three, the batter is Roy Campanelli. Struck out, doubled, hit into the double play. Campy batting 245. Face delivers, curve low, ball one. So, there'll be a lot of noise in the bottom of the ninth, so get your cold shaper and stay comfortable if you can, and we'll find out about this one. The 1-0 pitch to Campanella. Curve caught on and bounced down to Mazeroski. Who's up with it cleanly, turns and makes his play. Okay, the last 10 Dodgers in a row have gone out. The end of eight and a half innings, Brooklyn 4, Pirates 3. We'll find out about Messrs. Freeze, Verdon, and Foyles in just a minute or so. But right now, let's see what Al has on his mind. There's a real ball game going here, too, huh? Last half of the ninth inning. Ben, you all ready? Well, we'll see now. Brooklyn 4 and the Pirates 3. Clem Lapine, who's not been feeling too well of late, has a big assignment now to keep the Pirates quiet in the bottom of the ninth inning, trying to save this one for Sal Magley, who pitched very well for seven and two-third innings and then ran out of gas. Magley allowed three runs and seven hits, walked one and struck out two. Lapine had to get the last out in the eighth inning and is now taking dead aim on the ninth. He'll be pitching to Gene Freeze, then Bill Verdon, and the catcher Hank Foyle. Freeze has flied to left, struck out, and hit back to the box. Gene batting 225. Okay, the last of the ninth is here. 4-3 Brooklyn. Levine goes to his windup now. Freeze waiting. The first pitch is sinkered down low. Ball one. And this crowd, which had to more or less sit quietly through seven innings, really had something to cheer about in the eighth, and they're now kind of quiet in anticipation here in the ninth. The 1-0 pitch to Gene Freeze. Curveball in for the strike. One and one. This is the first of two. The second game, it will be Sandy Koufax pitted against Bob Perkey. 
The outfield swung around towards left. Charlie Neal is up a step, just about even with the bag at third. The 1-1 pitch to Freeze. Fastball, a line drive at Hodges. So Freeze hits a line drive right at Hodges' left hip. Gill just snares it for the out. One down. That brings up center fielder Bill Verdon, who has bounced out second to first, struck out, and bounced out again. Bill batting 200. Wines comes to the plate. Sinker cut on and fouled away. 0-1. Schaefer Beer delighted to send you all the excitement from Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. Brooklyn 4, Pittsburgh 3. Their 10th meeting of the year. The Dodgers, having taken 5 of 9, Pirates have taken 3 out of the 5, played here. 0-1. Combined to his windup, the strike one pitch. Cut on and squirted away foul right off the end of Verdon's stick. 0-2. Bill with one home run, 12 runs batted in. Strike two pitch to Bill Verdon. Cut on, a bouncer down to second baseman Gilliam, who's up with it cleanly, makes his play. Two out on the bottom of the ninth. So Bill Verdon in this series with Brooklyn thus far, and he is a man the Pirates count heavily upon to get those base hits. Verdon against Brooklyn went 0 for 11. The only time he get on base, they gave him an intentional walk. So it's a big man to keep quiet. Two out on the ninth. Here's Hank Foyles, who has bounced out, doubled, and fly to right. Coyles batting 268. Two out, bottom of the ninth. Brooklyn four, Pirates three. Levine ready and delivers, and Foyles takes a strike on one. The end of three innings, Cardinals two, Cincinnati one. At the end of two innings, no score, Cubs in Milwaukee. The end of nine innings, a 1-1 tie, the Phillies and the Giants. Levine ready to strike one pitch. Foyles swings a high slicing fly ball, going foul down the right field line and back into the stand. That had them standing here, 0-2. The American League, the White Sox leading Cleveland 2-0 at the end of two innings. A 1-1 tie, Kansas City and Detroit at the end of two. It is 5-1, Washington over the Yankees at the end of seven. And 5-4, Baltimore over the Red Sox at the end of five. Oh, and 2 the count to Hank Foyles. Levine trying to nail it down for Magley. Comes sidearm with a curve. And there's a high pop fly into shallow right field. Gilliam backing out. Turns, grabs it for the out. And the Dodgers win it. Four to three. So Levine saves his sixth ball game of the year in relief. Saving this one for Sal Magley. The Dodgers win it. Four to three. There'll be about a 15-minute intermission, boys. Have you Cole Schaefer light up a lucky and now to get the totals from Al? Let's jump right over to him. Here are the totals for the Dodgers to win it four runs, nine hits, no errors. They had two men left on. Big home run hit by Duke Snyder, his ninth of the year in the sixth inning. He's driven in three runs. He drove in two with that home run. Magley wins it. His record is now two and one. And as far as Pittsburgh's concerned this year, two wins, no luck. The Pittsburgh Pirates had three runs, seven hits, no errors. They had five men left on. The losing pitcher is Vernon Law, whose record is now two and two. And he's 0-1 now with the Kirkland Dodgers.